We're gonna get this beer popping. Fuck 20 minutes. I'm getting this done in two and a half. What it is, what's up? Gotcha podcast in the cut. It tells us us a sound podcast. And this is a new episode of music related content. Best projects of the week volume. Who even knows? I got three heaters lined up. And it's like a sandwich, an Oreo. And uh, this type of Oreo probably wasn't allowed when one of the artists was in the same age range as the other two artists. But we're going to still let it pop. I also wanted this from Canada, so it might be called like a damn poutine Oreo instead. You know them bitches get down. First one, Cash or Quan, Scam Likely, came out about a month ago now. Also came out about the same week as TJS Sits' mixtape, uh, Black Air Force Activity Reloaded. This was definitely more fleshed out than that tape, even though both STJ and Casher get down are pretty much compilations of songs that have been out for several weeks, if not months. Uh, but you know, you gotta let them cook. Uh, nothing but heaters, uh, energy, undefined, I believe a Caden Jew. Uh, pretty much just a very smooth and overall very artistically as sound a product you could hope for. Get you some slow hitters. I would say the majority of these are more up-tempo casher. Um, no song that really hits me like Opalaka, which I think is his, Opalaka, which I believe is his favorite song in my opinion, but you know, that's just my opinion. Uh, player comparison. Um... I didn't prepare this ahead of time, as you may be able to tell. Um, player comparison. So you have a seasoned veteran at this point, seasoned veteran, who's coming out with pretty much his best of this point in his winter years, but not quite washed. Um, give me... Give me Trevor Ariza on the Houston Rockets. Give me Trevor Ariza in his like first couple of years in the Houston Rockets. I think that's where I'm at on that one. That's about where I'm at on that one. Uh, next one. Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, uh, one of the quintessential albums from Canada, any Canadian artist, period. Uh, I listened to this in its entirety about five, four months ago now, three months ago now, I believe. Maybe even two. One? Nah. It was like, it was like two or three. And I cannot tell you truthfully everything about this album because I don't remember. It's quite a long album. But I will tell you that it is just about Flaw's album. That is one takeaway that I have. There is not a skippable in this song. Uh, it's just product. It's not a skippable in any moment on this project. <laughs> this is a damn near flawless piece of work. And I listened to it after finally getting around to listening to uh, Fiona Apple's uh, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which is the most lauded album of the decade so far and of this year, last time I checked. Uh, shout out to Bitchfork for making sure that status was obtained. Um, 
And I would say it is a by far and wide better project than Fetch the Bolt Cutters. And not an incomparably large gap, but as someone who kind of likes Festival Cutters, I would say that the consistency um, and two different, you know, sides of, uh, you know, the table, but as someone who enjoys the stylings, the, the laid back stylings that sometimes give way to just extreme, raw, visceral emotion uh, of Fiona Apple and getting that from, a, a, you know, albeit a far younger Alonzo Morissette at that point. Um, I come to, to, to think that, you know, in, in times where where, you know, range was, was everything, uh, artistically and vocally speaking, uh, monotony wasn't as simply chairs as it is nowadays. Um, Jagged Little Pill hits every single possible spot you could want out of, truthfully, not even pop. I mean, this is, like, this is damn near R&B at at times, um, but, you know, you want white woman makes sad music? It don't get whiter or sadder in a great package like this. Um, player comparison. I'm talking about somebody that's pretty much coming out the gate, giving you a straight up classic and making you redefine what music is for not only a genre, but a country. Uh, Alanis Morissette. So the play comparison for that, for that individual, so having someone that's, that's been respected and cherished for what they brought to the game, and again the prerequisite is they came out the gate. This I think this is I think this is Alonzo Morris's first album. I may be wrong about that, but I believe it's Alonzo Morris because I remember scrolling to like as pretty much as far up as I could. I looked for Lance Morissette Project. I'm pretty sure this is the first album. Um, a player comparison, an NBA player comparison for Alana's Morissette. How about we go Luka Doncic? <laughs> that's just so on brand that it works perfectly. Luka Doncic is, is a player comparison. And finally, TJS, this is spooky, um, came out on Halloween day, I believe. Well, the, I think it's the Friday before. I think, I mean, in fact, I think it was the same day. Either Friday before uh, or the same day, which was, you know, 30th, 30th, 31st, 30th, 30th or 31st. Um, anyway, uh, some maturation lyrically on here a little bit. Uh, tries to handle some different themes, even does a concept song and uh, Opposite Day, I believe it's called, Opposite or opposite Reverse, something like that. Um goes into this very climaxes with this very interesting um song produced only song produced by anybody not named Caden Jew produced by Alchemist which yeah that Alchemist uh features him Cash and Kwan I believe off the top of my head I want to say Bodie James yeah it was Bodie James and then Scam Gang uh I, I always get his name wrong but but Bonnie uh, from also from a Shoreline Mafia uh, featuring Fame, uh, yeah, Bonnie. That that Lonnie Bands. Matter of, not Bonnie. Lonnie Bands. That's his name. Lonnie Bands. Um, 
you know, Lonnie Bands. I'm not a huge fan of his voice, and sometimes his vocal inflections kind of pissed me off. But the way I did it was they went bar for bar with TJ and Casher, uh, a la, you know, Printer Machine. Well, not, they didn't really do a Printer Machine, but like uh, Beavis and Butthead, uh, Dynamic Duo fame. And then they take that and they switch the beat up. Then they have Lonnie and Boldy go at it. Which I didn't expect. I mean, I didn't even expect how that was going to work. But that song, Stimulus Check, might be, if not one of the most interesting songs you'll see on this track list. Definitely one of the one of the more fun ones. Uh, hearing Bodie James and Lonnie go at it on the Alchemist beat, and just hearing Alchemist, who you know has just had a hell of a year. Um, just just a fun fun song. So I, I think that's about it. Uh, we got this in nine minutes. I want to get it done in two minutes and thirty. But I really like that Casher tape. I like this spooky tape. It's kind of like TJ's first real foray outside of. I mean, it's still within the same confines of spooky, uh, running off on bitches, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, same, some of the same thematics, but I do believe that he is, I mean, it, it, the production is overwhelmingly very haunt, haunting. I, I believe it's, it achieves the idea of being haunting. I mean, there's no samples of like, like without warning, but I think it's more eerie than without warning if you excluded samples. Uh, which I haven't listened to without warning its entirety in about two years, so take that what you may. But um, I think it achieves that goal to some degree. Uh, there, not many samples, like I said. I mean, there's not many of those. But Caden Jew does a good job. Uh, not the glitzy or glamour, not probably not as talented as Metro Boomin, but he does a lot here. Um, and TJ, I think, does a decent job of trying to be a menacing and ferocious rapper. Uh, doesn't have the the voice for necessarily, but he has a lot of imagination, which works here. Uh, Casher Kwan, about a 21 song album that's scam likely, but think about Casher and TJ. They're going to throw such a, a volley of songs at you that I believe that you, you kind of have to want to listen to it a little bit, but when you get past that, like, okay, is this just all a joke stage of their music? You really can get some, some pretty noticeable and significant um, contributions to the art, the genre from those guys. Um, yeah, they're, they're capable of making serious tracks. I, usually, they'll kind of warn you ahead of time if that's coming, and you kind of will know. Um, some examples being, you know, Matter of Time Two from from uh, Casher and TJ um, on tour. Also, I think there's a couple other ones that he kind of sprinkles in but you got to really just stalk their youtube and soundcloud so they they just throw music all over the place but that'll be about all for me i got this done and about half the time i usually get these done and i feel like maybe more interesting to you people um best tracks every track off of lines more sets album especially the first off the top of my head uh perfect is one i really liked a lot there's the one that's about two songs away from perfect uh, I want to say it's the second song. The first song I, is the only one I don't have liked. I'm not even looking at the phone or anything. I'm just off the top of my head. The next three I have liked. 
And that second track, you ought to know. And you ought to know it's a fucking flawless track. You ought to know it's damn one of the best songs that will ever be made. Um, or, or ever going to be conceived. Uh, TJ has said, like I said, stimulus check. Definitely a must listen. Uh, Spooky's a pretty cool opener. I've heard it like way too many times at this point. Um, there's a song where he mentions scamming a white dude with a beer like Greg Popovich find that song and listen to it and uh Casher um I just don't have it pulled up right now I can't the Casher is they all just kind of flow together uh the second to last track the last track that's not a bonus pretty cool um Printer Machine is great Antisocial Weirdo is great the song after Antisocial Weirdo is also pretty good um yeah, I just go listen to those though.